Hi everybody, Jackie Grant here. So today we're talking about binge eating and stress eating post-bariatric surgery. So you've had your surgery and you've got onto the normal foods. What I mean by that is you're off the liquid stage, you're off the pureed stage and you're able to eat most things. Now some of your starchy carbohydrates such as breads and pastas and chips and rices may be a little bit challenging. Red meats, some seafood for some people are often a problem. But that's a whole other podcast. Today is about that emotional eating. Now at some point, it usually starts anywhere from the teenage years to the early 20s, you have a stressor. It could be a relationship breakup. You broke up with your first boyfriend and you're sad and so you go and eat something to make yourself feel better and you do. Those endorphins are released, you're feeling a little bit better and you're ready to go again. You start healing but you chose to eat to deal with the emotions, the sadness, the fear, the anxiety. Now as you continue to have this habit of more stress comes along and so you binge eat again and binge eating by definition is eating way too much so you're overeating the foods it could be overeating chicken chips or salt and vinegar chips chocolate it's eating for the sake of eating to feel better and what happens is you're shoving those emotions down And it starts a habit and then after a while it becomes something that you do on a subconscious level. So you react to the emotional stressor of whatever it is. So how do you overcome it? What do you do to get yourself through it? You start by recognizing it and owning it. Owning it almost with pride. Yes, I stress eat and I own it. Why do it with such enthusiasm? Because it starts to sound funny. It starts to be something that you can almost laugh about. I binge eat. Yes, I do that. I know I do it. Okay, so you're owning it with everything that you've got. I stress eat. I'm an emotional eater. The minute I get upset, I I eat. And I don't want to do that because that led to me being overweight. And now I've had weight loss surgery, so I don't want to overeat again. So you own it. That's the first step. Own it with pride, with passion, with full-on energy. Because when you completely own something, you are acknowledging that part of yourself and now you're completely empowered to create a change. All right, if you want to change it, you can now, but you've got to choose, choose to change it. You've got to choose to be doing something different. So owning it is step one and then making a choice, an informed choice to create a change. Okay, I'm a binge eater, I'm a stress eater and I choose not to be that anymore. I choose to get the weight off keep the weight off so I've got to create a new habit now so how do you do that so the next step so first step is owning it completely owning it to the best of your ability with energy 
choosing to create a different habit, creating something that is new, something that is better for your health and fitness. You've made a choice. You're choosing something different, choosing to not be a binge eater anymore. And the next step, the third step is creating a different behavior. And now one strategy of creating that new behavior is that when that emotional trigger is pressed, so that button is pressed and you're upset and the first thing you do is you go for food. So you go to the pantry, you go to the fridge or you go to the supermarket but you go searching for that food that you've told yourself all these years it's going to make you feel better so notice that behavior notice that action and stop say "Mm, do I really want something to eat I know I'm upset I know I'm angry I know I'm frustrated I I know I'm worried I know this (sighs) if I go and eat that ice cream or if I go and eat those chips or if I go and binge on whatever it is so eating eating and eating it's only going to cause me pain like physical pain which is actually going to add to your stress so post-bariatric surgery when you binge eat on a lot of foods what happens is that you feel discomfort and pain and nausea and in some cases dumping so racing to the toilet with diarrhea and your energy is going down 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 so before bariatric surgery when you binged ate and you emotionally ate you got endorphins released and you momentarily felt so much better because you could eat a whole bag of chips or a whole pizza or whatever it was right you could eat a whole lot of food but post bariatric surgery your metabolism your digestive system is all different so those same foods will actually cause you problems such as dumping discomfort draining your energy feeling like crap so now you've got two problems you're stressed and anxious and upset and whatever else is going on that's triggered you to want to overeat then you go and overeat and now you're feeling physically as well as mentally and emotionally unwell so three things so at this point some of the people that I've worked with some of the clients I've worked with have gone it was just easy to put the blankets up over my head in bed and tune out the world and just not do anything run away from the whole lot and admittedly sometimes that is a good thing to do because we just need to stress less sleep more but that's not the long-term solution The long-term solutions come from creating new behaviors. So when you feel that trigger, when you feel stressed, when you feel anxious and choosing to have a glass of water, choosing to go for a walk. Yes, I want to eat. I really want the ice cream or I really want the pizza or I really want something. I really feel like it. I want it. But I'm going to choose to go for a walk and if when I get back home I really want to have something again, I'll assess that then. So I'm going out for a walk or I'm going for a drive to the beach or I'm going to catch up with a friend. So I might drive to a cafe and food may still be involved but by the time you get ready and go and do all of that and you're having good company and you're having a few laughs, then you're going to make different choices. 
So you've chosen the action, you've gone out for a walk or, well, let's use the walk analogy. And what happens now is you come home and those endorphins have started to release. So you've, you're feeling a little bit better. It was a beautiful day. You saw an amazing garden and thought, oh, I like that idea. Or you did something and it just made you feel better. You got your mind off all the stresses, all the problems and food. You did something for your body. It was a casual walk. You weren't raising your heart rate or, you know, a power walk or anything. It was a walk around the block and you got to see something you liked in the fresh air and sunshine. You're feeling a bit better. Vitamin D, serotonin levels are raised. You're feeling good. And you come in and you're less likely to choose the high fats, high calorie foods that you would binge eat on. You may still choose to have something to eat, but you're more likely to choose the hummus and carrot sticks. Some cheese, some almonds. You're more likely to feel more empowered, okay? Because you have reduced your stress level, you've reduced the the stressor that's causing you to eat or that reaction that that psychological response that you've got to eat because you always feel better in the past but we're creating new habits new ways another tool or strategy that you can use to manage this stress is to stop so even if you're crying even if you're almost hyperventilating with that I can't do this anymore I'm so upset I'm so angry kind of tonality and feeling that's going through you you go I'm going to just stop sit down and close my eyes and take a few slow deep breaths and you might need to take quite a few slow deep breaths but gently doing it gently taking that time to focus just purely on my breathing and another thought pops in your head and you go yep great move on move on I don't need you right now because whatever the problem is that's stressing you, whatever it is that's, that's leading to your overeating and your emotional eating will always be there, but we just got to look at it in a calmer way. So you calm yourself down, you get your heart rate, your breathing, it's all starting to settle into a nice normal rhythm. And you'll find that you, your mind doesn't have a million thoughts racing through it. You're going, okay, I'm starting to feel a bit better now. Mm. Might have a nice cup of herbal tea because that always makes me feel good. And post-baritric surgery, if you have a drink, you're less likely to fit food in. So there's another plus for the nice herbal tea or the nice lemon water, hot lemon water. Or you might choose to have a glass of ice cold water. Something that you enjoy. Not alcohol at this point. Alcohol can come in at a whole different scenario. So what you want to do now is calmly, quietly and gently write out the stressor. What is it that's really bugging you? And remember, this is for you. No one else has to read this. So it does not matter whether it makes sense or not, but just get those thoughts out on paper. Get them out of your head, out so you can look at them in a different way. And sometimes when you're writing things, what happens is your own you answer your own issue, your own stressor. 
I don't know what to do about this situation. I really like this person and they're rejecting me. Or I really love my job but it's just not serving me. I don't know what to do. Whatever it is that is causing this stress, this emotional situation for you, get it all out. And often as you write it, similar to talking with someone, you get the answers. Now, if you really love to talk it out and you'd really love to push through that barrier and create new habits, then feel free to send me a message and we can have a chat through one of the Break Free Consultancy appointments. More on that at the end. So you owning your behaviour, your stress eating, your overeating, you acknowledge that you choose to do something different. So you're making a choice. You then take the action. And one of the strategies is to delay that eating, going out for a walk, something that's going to lift those endorphins and increase serotonin levels and things like that. Those feel-good hormones that you want to have without eating. Okay, the abundance in other ways. You may choose to do relaxation breathing. Journal, write it out, get it out of your head. And in each of these, you will start to find answers because answers come, solutions come in clarity, clear form when you're calmer. And when you overeat, especially post-bariatric surgery, especially high fats, high sugars and starchy carbs, you feel worse because it depletes your energy. You may get sweats, you may get nausea, you may get diarrhea, you may vomit, you may just get really bad pain and you may get fatigue. So there's some of the things that you may experience if you overeat and especially on the wrong things. Now, if you continue to push through those pains and all those signs and symptoms of those overeating post-bariatric surgery, what you're going to actually do is stretch your pouch or stretch your stomach. And after a while, you'll find that you'll be able to eat more of those, which is not what we want to do. What you're going to do is find other ways of coping with this stress and eating is the last thing so what I teach my clients is to eat when you're calm not as a reaction to oh my gosh I've got to eat eat when you're calmer you slow things down you really taste the food and you listen to your body so that's another tool and strategy for preventing overeating when you're in a hurry and you eat you take in more air you'll eat less and you'll be hungry sooner and hunger symptoms can appear differently um, for everybody post-bariatric surgery another strategy and tool with the overeating and the stress eating is to simply have snack foods that are good for your body so the high protein so some almonds um trail mixes just be careful of the sugar content of some of the foods in the trail mixes but some trail mixes can be good and you're wanting to keep to a small handful of them okay um what else can be good some cheese a slice of cheese 
just eat it slowly you could you could have a couple of crackers with it if you like so but choosing again like a salada or something like that that's not got a lot of high fat high sugars in it drinking a glass of water or if you like hot water or herbal teas having one of those first before you actually eat can help get to know your body know your first sign of fullness so it's sort of like "Mm, don't think i can eat anything else okay i'm going to stop let it sit now proteins and complex carbohydrates take quite a while to break down so in a couple of hours you may think you're hungry you're not really but it's just getting to know the habits because remember for the longest time and it can take up to two years for this to change is that your eyes will tell you that you can eat more than what you can fit into your stomach your mind will tell you that you can eat more than what you can physically fit in it takes a long time for all three to connect up to go yep one chicken wing is great for me half a cup of salad great I'm full So learning to listen to your body and feel into your body, notice your signs and symptoms are the first sign of being full and stop there. And as I've said in some videos, some videos I've got on YouTube, is that sometimes what happens is that you can connect with thinking that you need to eat more than what you really need. And some days... You will eat half a cup of salad and be comfortable and other days you'll eat a quarter of a cup of salad and be completely full. Okay, so it's just going to vary. It's going to be a day-by-day thing. It depends on so many other factors and that's a whole other podcast. So managing your stress eating is to not eat when stressed. It's going to be an automatic reaction. So replace the eating with another activity. Writing deep breathing going out with a friend walking if you're into running then running if you're into swimming swimming if you're into sitting by the beach get in the car and go there or walk there depending on how far away it is do something other than eating and when it comes back to eating put portion size on your plate choose your nutritional foods and trust yourself now if the problem is a bigger problem i.e relationship problems or work problems um, those kind of challenges that you've got going on and they're causing you a lot of long-term stress then do seek some counseling support or if you want to work with a coach then you can work with me because we'll work on the mindset but do not be afraid to go out there and get some additional support to help you go through this because your emotions are just as important as your mindset and what I do in my coaching session is I help you bring it all together to empower you so another thing that you can do is write down food so when you eat this food and notice how you feel when you eat certain foods for example I know if I eat a couple of spoons, so a couple of tablespoons of rice, I know I feel exhausted and drained and tired, but that's me personally. So I don't choose to eat rice 
very often maybe once every three months or something I might have a tiny bit of rice but generally I, I stay away from rice I stay away from pastas as a general rule I tend to stay away from bread as well as a general rule but maybe once a month or something I may have a piece of sourdough rye toast not bread toast I often take two bites and go yep no I'm done and I have empowered myself to feel very happy with the no I'm done so the first steps to dealing with your emotional eating is to change own it make a choice to make a different um action that you take a different response to this emotion then take the action which does not involve food it is about changing up that habit such as walking deep breathing journaling meditation talking to a coach or counselor or a friend and then learning when you are full learning how each different type of food makes you feel good gives you energy because you want the food that gives you energy and choosing nutritional foods each step of the way and listening to your body because it's slightly different for everybody but you will have a point where you go "Mm, yep I'm, I'm done I'm okay I'm good and if you push past that point because you really loved the food that you're eating you will know it you will recognize it you will actually feel nauseous and sweats and in pain make a mental note that's where it's got to stop and trust yourself and always ask yourself is this taking close me closer to my goal or taking me further away now if you want to learn more about food choices and nutritional foods and snacks that you can use that are great for energy and that then book a time with me because we can design that for you as well. If you're wanting to break through some emotional boundaries and things like that, then we can do that as well. So my website is Break Free with Jackie, J-A-C-Q-U-I.com. You can send me a message there. I'll put it in this link as well. And know that you can do it. It's a bit scary at times and yeah, you're going to learn. But you can do it. You've made a choice to love yourself and take care of yourself. And this is a new habit that you're going to create. It'll take a little bit of time, a little bit of patience, a little bit of perseverance, but you will do it. I believe in you. You choose to believe in you and you've got it nailed. My name is Jackie Grant. I'm the owner of Break Free Consultancy and we have lots of services and lots of tools for you to access And I look forward to connecting with you all again soon. Thanks for listening.